This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 10 bucks at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to go download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, DJs, for the props, picks, your all-betting show for the Wells Fargo. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the god of golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, said off air you felt good about the cards, so I'm sure you're ready, baby. Are you ready? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back on schedule. Glad to be back doing regular shows with you. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it felt it, 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 felt, it felt really disjointed the last couple, like about pretty much the last like month or so, because I've been sick. You've been sick. Been I mean, really, even the Masters was kind of disjointed. I know. And then now, like, I came back from vacation. We got the DFS show. We got the, the picks uh, show. And then going forward, we'll be on a regular schedule program. So, yeah, I'm feeling good. I feel good to have access to um, everything at my disposal. Unlike last week, uh, kind of a betting card that fits more my style now. So I like it. So feeling good this week. Let's uh, before we get to it, though, yeah. um, we were talking before the show. Uh, both of us have uh, animal problems right now. Yes. So uh, do you, why don't you go first, and then I'll explain mine. Sure. So <laughs> my wife runs an apartment uh, complex, right? And apparently there was a tiny little puppy. I mean, this thing must be, I don't know, fucking 12 weeks old, if that. What uh, type of dog is it? No clue. Just okay, a little, just, little, just little dog. Kind of looks like a Scotty. Okay. Um, and it's like wiry hair. It's cute, but it's super tiny. And so she finds it at work and she's like, all right. So I put out an email and she called all the uh, like other surrounding apartment complexes. Nobody's coming. So she brought it home. She brought it home. And of course, the girls see it. She's already in love with it. She's named it already. Um, What's so his name? Jack. Jack. Like yeah, Jack so, Power. So like, I guess it, like it does jump like it, it's like it, I'm doing I'm telling you, it's tiny. It's like it goes up on my shoulder and it like jumped from my floor to the couch already. Um okay. And I guess it was jumping around like that. So she said, looks like he's coming out of a Jack in the box. So, but the problem is, is one of my best friend's son's name is Jackson. I call him Jackie and everybody else calls him Jackson, but she's like, I don't know. Can we call it Jack? I was like, yeah, no one calls him Jack. So it's fine. But anyway, here's the problem. I got four kids, fucking two dogs and a cat already. Like I don't want another fucking animal, but what am I going to do? Like who leaves a little 12 fucking week old puppy just out? It's annoying. I mean, I, I mean a true animal, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. That's the animal. Like, who the right. fuck does that? And now, because we're us, we're going to end up, if this owner doesn't show up tomorrow, bro, I'm going to end up with another goddamn dog. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm going to call it right now. Uh, the books have put odds at, uh, will you be, will you add a third dog to your family? Yes is minus 750. The shark's been pounding that all day. Oh, my God. And I already have one that just turned a year. The rescue that we found up in, uh, in Georgia. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too. Like, even if the owner shows up, your kids are going to be bitching and screaming, saying, can, we don't want to give up this puppy. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But, but so she's bringing, she's it might bringing be it a back. situation. She's bringing it back to work with her tomorrow. So hopefully okay. the owner just shows up and then it's just a one night stay. That's the best case scenario. So okay. what is what, what is your animal issue? All right. Um, so after the show last night, um, sat down, watched uh, Better Call Saul. 
excellent show, by the way. This, this season is really good. You should get back into it. I know. I know. I need to get back into it. I got to finish Mad Men now first. Like, I'm, I'm, I am got like okay. a season left. I got to finish that first. All right. I mean, uh, season five just dropped on uh, Netflix. And then I think there's four episodes now in season six. Like, it's it's really start kind of like a Breaking Bad. Like, like stuff is going to hell very quickly. Very quickly. And it's it's very good. So, okay. uh, so I was watching. All of a sudden, I heard a little bit of a rattle uh, in the kitchen. I'm like. You know, is that my wife? Like, is she up? And then it stopped. I'm like, oh, maybe there's a dog. So I uh, come back in the kitchen, uh, just grab a, uh, a little snack, and uh, something stopped me dead in my tracks. And on the oven was a small, petite mouse just staring at me. A little field mouse? A little field mouse. Hey. Cute, cute guy. Yeah. Real cute guy, which... We have not had mouse problems, but considering we have, listen, you've had young kids at Tyler's, they throw their Cheerios and stuff just yeah. all over the place. And we do a good job of sweeping up, but sometimes that stuff just ends up like up the, yeah. under the oven saying, yep. and lo and behold, there is a cute little mouse just staring right at me. And I go, oh, hi. It kind of catched me off guard. And I think he was also of off guard did. too. He like, uh, what were you doing here? Because he probably had the house all to himself for a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, with no dachshund running around and which by the way you're doing a really terrible job by the way you know uh, you're literally bred to hunt small animals uh, rudy the dog uh, i'm pretty sure i'm there. pretty sure your dog is uh what we call a pampered fuck uh, oh, ne- oh he definitely, he definitely <laughs> so i fun, funny enough our dog is you know listen he's very tolerant of our kid but it's seven o'clock he stamps his feet at my wife and barks at her and because it's bone time basically he, he wants his bones he wants his treats and he wants to snuggle so. is that is, is that what you do as well steve no, no, no. I'm not quite as so. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. So there's a goddamn mouse. We're just staring at each other. Just I'm like, hey. I'm like, all right. What the hell do I do now? And it's not moving. It's just staring at me with its cold, dead, black eyes. And so I go, I go to the, uh, I go to our laundry room. I'm trying to find something to put it in, and I find a zip cooler and a, and a broom pan. <laughs> That's the best I can do. I'm like, okay. okay, all right. So what do I do? So I come back, still there, just looking. <laughs> it's at me. not scary you in the least. Yeah, not scary to me at all. And I'm like, it's got to be. So I literally just look away for two seconds, and I look back, and it's gone. Gone. Didn't even hear it just go anywhere. I'm like, well, fuck. This sucks. So we have a mouse problem. Um, thing is, though, because I looked at it, and it's kind of cute. Yeah, little, get a little ratatouille in the kitchen. Man. I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I've seen that movie too. I don't know love that movie. Kill love that movie. So I actually bought one of those like humane traps where it just. And I work where I work. It's basically just cornfields and everything. So yeah. my goal is first I'm going to try this route. Catch see if I can catch it and then just let it go in a field. And then maybe some hawk will pick it up and kill it. But at least you know, at least nature takes its course. But yeah, exactly. if that doesn't happen, uh, I actually have. Uh, a pest company coming because we get yellow jackets every year at our house and right. I actually got the full package where they're going to do like ants and bugs and they actually have a mouse package too. So uh, if this, he has one opportunity tomorrow to get to a safe haven. <laughs> if not, uh, it's probably curtains for uh, old Stuart little. Eh, so, whatever. It yeah. works. So, but yeah, that's uh that's my uh, little animal problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, listen, uh, that's, that's not too bad. Yeah. Listen, you have to have, so living in Florida, you have to have pest control. Like the amount yeah. of bugs down here are fucking insane. Not so much mice, oh, but bugs are fucking nuts. So well, yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, little ratatouille uh, makes it to his humane trap, and you can go uh, drop him off in the cornfield. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> all right, why don't we get to golf though? Let's go. So you want to go with my big short? Yeah, let's go. We got. It feels like forever since I've done one. 
Well, I mean, because we haven't done a regular like show. Regular so. show. Yeah. All right. So I made reference to this last night of the DFS show. And I think his ownership – let me just check real quick. I'm pretty sure his ownership is still fairly high. Let's yeah. load this up real quick. And Oh, yeah. He's actually projected to be the second highest owned guy in the 8,000s. Okay. So I feel good about this big short. Max Homo. Let's have a conversation about him. Yeah. So listen, his – he's been playing well to the green. I will give you that. But if you look at his Bentgrass history – um, so he has, since he came back to the PGA tour in 2019, he has 19 appearances on golf courses with pure bent grass greens. I'm not talking about bent POA mixes, pure bent grass greens. Okay. So he's got two top tens. Pretty good. Uh, he has another top 30, but, and he has another top 40, but 79% of his appearances on bent grass golf courses have been worse than 40th including seven missed cuts. And when they used to do the made cut, not finished, he's got one of those two. It's pretty bad. We just had one of those. Remember? What's that? Oh yeah, we did. We just had one of those. I was like, fucking Christ. I forgot about these awful things. I forgot. I forget. What tournament was that? I don't remember. It was around Thanksgiving. Okay. All right. So anyways, uh, so I'm going to say for the 15% of you or 20% that probably have maximum in your lineups, uh, I think you need your agronomy homework on him. So I say Max Home is going to finish outside the top 40. And given the price point, given the popularity, that's just not going to help you this week. What a what a Steve statement. Go do your agronomy homework. I love my agronomy. <laughs> I think that's half the reason why people listen is for my grass takes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you, do you, I remember I sent you that fucking I, – I sent you that picture, right? One With picture. me and Tommy at, uh, at the uh, at TPC, and the guys were oh, on yeah. the agronomy team backpacks. I was like, it's your crew, bro. It is my crew, <laughs> yeah. You know, if I ever – Go TBC Sawgrass, and I am doing a walkabout like I did at the Masters. I'll probably end up finding that guy and just talk about a grommet and overseed for about <laughs> 30 minutes as, as I had like 18 beers of me. That's right. I actually have him as the highest owned. Oh, no, I guess Cameron Young. Now, okay. Cam Young, technically. Yeah, Cam Young. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. second, second owned for yeah. bad bentgrass history. That's not very good. I like it. I can get behind it. Okay. All right. Uh, why don't we talk about the weather real quick? Yep. So, um, Thursday looks nice. 70 degrees, partly sunny. After that, Friday and Saturday look rough. Sunday's pretty cold. I think it's going to be a double-edged sword. I know you talked about last night about the cold temperatures. Here's the thing, though. Like, it's, I, I don't think it's the same situation in, like, the Masters where it's just going to really lengthen the golf course. Like, yeah, it's going to lengthen it, but it's still oh, a golf sure. course where you're, where you're still hitting less than driver off the tee. Yeah, it's going to probably add a little bit more to your approach shot distance, but I don't think it's going to significantly alter the golf course all that much. So I think that's going to be offset a little bit just by the fact that it is going to be soft. It is going to rain. They're going to get some rain on Wednesday, too. Uh, I think winning score is probably like 14 under, 15 under. I think that's a good winning score. Um, plus, like, if you if you look back at, like, golf has changed a lot since 2018. Like, yeah. the equipment they, they use now, just, like, even after four or five years, it's way better. Yeah. And just scores naturally improve, like, year after year. So I, I think, you know, I – I think there's going to be like kind of like you see like Murfield Village and like concession where if you don't have it, it's really going to show. But like there will be a cluster of guys that kind of just play well and make it kind of look not easy, but like manageable. Right. I think it's going to be that type of term where there's going to be a big dispersion between like the guys who do really well and just the guys who just suck. So yeah, right. I, I think winning score probably like mid teens. Okay. So you think Fitz can get them? I think he can get there. Bring it close. Well, listen, given my tracker, he's probably going to finish second. <laughs> we really do get a side track of that. I was just doing that to troll you. Um, I mean, I, I, we have the evidence. We have me on tape giving out <laughs> second place winner, winners. 
No, I was just talking about trolling you on bits. Fucking uh, so so it looked like there was gonna be wind gusts in the morning on Thursday though. Was it still showing that? Um, I see only five to ten miles per hour wind. Okay. And then Friday, fifteen five to fifteen. Saturday might be wind gusts up to twenty. Sunday wind gusts up to twenty. But like the sustains only like seven. So gotcha. Okay. I don't know. I think it's mostly just cold that they're really just yeah. have to deal with. So. Yeah. All right. Why don't we uh, take a break and then we'll uh, start getting to who we picked this week. All right. I like it. Listen, you guys got to make sure you go get down on the win bets. $10 to win $200 promotion where a $10 bet qualifies you to win up to $200 in free bets. Plus, WinBet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in the same game parlays with the wins own build your own bet feature all users can receive a free $20 bet when they win lose or push a three leg or longer long parlay between Thursday and Saturday players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs there's so much to choose from and all you have to do is download the win bet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started so listen the offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in play in the state where play through win bet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 Okay, let's get into some of our picks for this week. Let's so, go. Do you want to go first? You want to recap who you bet outright so far? Yeah. So I ended up I ended up telling you on on Keegan after we uh, ended the pod, right? Because I had to do it. So then I got Cam Davis at 100, Seawood at 40, Cam Young at 50, Connors at 20, and Power at 40. That means I'm already at six. Okay. Makes me sad. They makes got me, makes me sad. like basically cluster guys between like 40 and 60 to one, which I mean. Kyle Stanley, I think, was forty to one when he won. Malinari is, I think, like twenty. I don't, I don't, I don't care about. It. Like, I don't think. I know. I, no, no, no. But so, so to, I, I hear guys talk about that shit all the time. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's like talking about like what the who was favored in ten years ago in football. I don't give a shit. That's it, true. It, it, it makes no matter. You know what I mean? Like field field strengths are different. There's all types of different variables. There's no way that there's any type of whatever. Like other than like the random tournaments where it's always some fucking asshole out of nowhere because it's a shit tournament with a shit field every single year. Like, I don't know. So, so what's like, more, so what's more useful that little gambling lean or proximity stats? I like proximity stats. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can probably do it with my own podcast about how flawed that stat is. Okay, Listen, I get it. I get it, but it, it does help with the tie break, right? Like, I mean, it's like I said, and it's, and, and like John said, I use it, I use it as a subset. So it'll be, it'll be approach, right? Whatever, 20. Right. But then I'll break it down and I'll throw like whatever, an extra seven and seven percent in whatever proximity I'm looking for. Right. So it just helps focus down just a little bit. I think I think with proximity, you have to make sure you do it long term. You can't do it. Yeah. 50 rounds isn't even enough. I think you got to do like at least two, three years. I like to do the overlap, man, like because I like current I like current form versus history. I do. I just I just do like I I don't give give a fuck if you were good two years ago. If you bullshit now, it's not going to help. Right. I mean, I guess like I guess my problem with it is long if you the longer you pull it out, the less of a chance you're going to run into situations where a guy gets credit for hitting it like 15 feet from the pin. But he's short sided in a bunker and he's fucked. Right. No, no, no. That's fine. And so it's not I I run multiples. Right. Like I run multiples Mm -hmm. and I'll just compare and I want to see who overlaps. And I I typically only take the top 20. Right. And kind of see who overlaps on that. And. There we go. That's how I okay. figured it out. All right. And I literally do it on paper, even though I have the, the tools right there to do it. I want to write it down and I want to mark it down. There you go. All right. Well, as I said last night, uh, somebody please give a strokes gain by these yardages. That would be much more helpful and 
would better. Be. So, Absolutely. all right. Uh, any one of those you actually regret betting or anyone that you kind of regret not having on your card? Yeah, I kind of regret Seamus. The more I'm digging in, I don't know. I really? Feel, yeah, I feel a little squeamish about it. I don't really know why. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to win, but I think he's going to be okay. He'll be fine, but I care about a winner with an outright. So I, so I kind of wish, like, there's three guys who I, I – it should have left a little more room, right? And, of course, Geek and I just chased after. So I could have been able to get two of these guys in, right, between Woodland, Harmon, and Lahiri. I want I, I like all three of those guys. I gotta okay. find room for at least one of them. I don't know which one I'm gonna do. Okay. I might, what, I might just say what'd you, what'd you say you got uh Seamus at? Forty. Okay. I mean, I know this is kind of bullshit, but at least uh Data Golf says that that's a good number. She, they have it at thirty five. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm so, fine with yeah. it. Yeah, like positive I, I e, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh my god, I'm seeing on DraftKings he's twenty five to one. Dude, Holy he got he, he's gotten steamed. Like I, I think maybe that's probably why I that's probably why I don't like it is because just seen him all over Twitter today. Like I don't know, okay. I don't know. And I'm fine with I'm fine with the rest of them. Like whatever. Davis is a long shot, um, and I just can't not bet Bradley if you're betting Bradley. I mean, it's just the rules. That is the rules. I know it is. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I'll recap who I had. Um, so I was gonna go with Connors, but he's mushed, and that's not gonna work out for anybody this week. Sorry, everybody. So, um. So I've opted for Matthew Fitzpatrick, 23 to one uh, for the lot of the reasons I said last night, really accurate off the tee, gained a lot of strokes in his irons. Well, I don't think this is going to be a crazy birdie fest. Um, I mean, listen, he's going to finish second, so it doesn't matter. So I guess don't bet this, but um, I just feel good about him this week. I think he's going to bounce back. A lot of his problems at heritage with the putter. I don't think it's going to happen again on bed grass. Um, Russell Henley, 37 to one. I like the number, but the more I think about it, I kind of wish I didn't bet it. Um, I will say, I think you guys are last night were maybe a little unfair. He's actually been okay on bent grass in his career, at least pure bent grass golf courses. He puts okay on them. I know he's got the stigma of the Bermuda, but like when you put him on some of the shorter positional bent grass ones, he's been okay. okay. I don't know. I just, I can't stomach another back nine failure from him again. Well, so, so all right. So let me ask you this. So would you rather him just fucking eject on Thursday? Or would you want the sweat? You're so full of shit. You want I, the fucking I, I, sweat. I, I want the sweat. <laughs> yeah, you want the sweat. I want the sweat, and I want to be able to bitch on Sunday again. Because <laughs> you know why? That's good content, boys. That's right. All right. Uh, like I said, King Bradley, thirty-seven to one. I don't love the number. I just feel like he's. I feel like he's in a good position to win. I got like him I at thirty-three. How do you think I feel? I know. Well, I mean, like as I mentioned last night, he's doing similar stuff that Kyle Stanley did on the eve of his win, the Quicken National. I, I like him like it and similar to what happened last year, the Valspar, his putters trending up. I, I kind of like that. And then I moved down to like a couple of guys between 75 and 90 and just kind of fit the course comp. Uh, I mentioned yesterday, I think Joel Damon's going to get paid back by the golf gods for uh, standing up for principles uh, back in 2018, 75 to one on him. He's playing good. Uh, he's trending up with the irons, really accurate, had a good finish here in 2018. I think he's going to show well again this this week. Uh, I got Doug giving a good number 80 to one. I just really like him again, kind of similar to like Keegan. He's like poor man's Keegan. We're just great ball striking, kind of bad putting. Um, Bankrass, he hasn't been a complete train wreck on his career, so that's fine. Uh, Aaron Rye, just like how he's playing lately. Again, another guy who's been really good tee to green, trending up, uh, struggle with the putter. I kind of like that type this week. And then Adam Long, 90 to 1, just really accurate. He's been good on some of these um, shorter golf courses. I'm a little concerned with how poorly he's put on bent grass, but I just kind of like the fit for 
this type of track for him tee to green. And I just think he's been playing good overall. So that's uh, my betting card. And like I said, okay. I think I'm, if I'm regretting one guy, it's Henley. Um, other than that, though, I kind of like it. I think this is a typical vanilla TBC Potomac type card. Yeah, so, yeah I, I don't hate your card other than Fitz. Okay. Um, now, now, now it's just becoming my stick. At this point. It, it, it is. Becoming <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So, it's only right. because you made me argue so fiercely for it one night. That's all. I, I, don't, I don't know why I'm just a soccer mom for Fitzpatrick. I think it's because I've been following him closely since he like came on like the European tour, and he's won a lot over there, and he's won some good fields. And I think I'm just, I just want him to just fucking win over here. So, so. see this little thing right here. This is, this is something called on some kid at the gas station upsold me on this fucking thing today. They're like old uh, skull pouches or whatever. I'm trying to quit smoking and then running some crazy thing where it's like three packs for three bucks. So it's like 60 pouches. It's been working okay today. This is coffee. Why, why are we derailing the show with a free advertisement for that? Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? It doesn't matter. What's the matter? <laughs> Do you not want me to talk about Fitzpatrick anymore? <laughs> okay. <Yeah>, basically. <laughs> All right, let's talk about matchups then. All right. So, uh, Boston Capper, why don't you go first? Uh, What's your uh, top matchup on the board this week? All right. So this is lazy. Well, I don't care. This is it's lazy. It's like I like I saw it and bet it. It was Kucher minus one ten over day. I saw that too. Like it feels like a trap. It feels like such a trap. But I don't can care. I, can I tell you why it might be a trap? Yeah, come on. So we're talking about like comp courses, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people talk about TBC River Highlands and Day's really good there. Yeah, but when has Day been good? I mean, Dave was good at Farmers. He did okay at Pebble. He did okay at Pebble. If I mean, listen, I'm not a believer in it. No, but if you look at the Zurich, um, well, how good is, actually, how good has Kucher been playing? Okay, let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So if you look at the Zurich, they actually dating off. I don't know how they did this, but they estimated what your total strokes gain in the field was in the better ball portion, basically playing your own ball, okay. and they actually played pretty well relative to the field, and they did finish T10. So listen, I don't buy that, but some people do. Some people hold the Zurich in high regard. Um, people. There's people. <laughs> Anyways, I think I think the fact that if we're using TBC River Highlands or even Mur- – well, he's actually terrible at Murphy. That's actually mm-hmm. terrible at it. If you're using River Highlands as kind of your argument and like template, like, oh, okay, I like these okay. guys here, and I like these guys here. He's actually pretty good there. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just saying. So I, I, I mean, agree. If yeah, you agree, I, right? I considered it, but it feels really trappy. Right. Agreed. But I don't care. Okay. All right. Especially because Kucher's been doing it mostly on and around the greens. Yeah, with uh, the putter. Yeah. And this is actually a golf course where you separate yourself with your ball striking. Right. Which is fine. All right, let's go. All right. Well, my first matchup also kind of feels trappy. I'm gonna go with it anyways. Um, you know, I just talked about it that guys separate themselves with their ball striking more than their putting this week. Uh, it has helped guys who've been struggling putting because it's if you hit the green, this golf course historically has been an easier green that, or golf course to put on. Uh, you know, that kind of fits Mark Leishman's game. Plus, he was really good here in 2017, 2018. Been trending up with the T to green game over the last, uh, you know, two couple months or so. And he's minus 120 over Patrick Reed, who, yeah. listen, I know he played okay for three rounds last week. Um, I People have been pointing out to the fact he's been positive and strokes gained off the T last two performance. Well, he's gaining like 0.05 per round. Like, guy, that's nothing. Yeah. And I still don't buy it with him. 
Um, it's been all with the putter, even with around the green. That hasn't been quite as strong for him lately. Everything is still trending down for him. Uh, I like Leishman minus one twenty for Patrick Reed. I think Reed's going to get himself in trouble a little too one too many times, um, put something in the junk, and just have it go bad for him. Yep, that was my next matchup. Okay, all right, well there you go. And uh, you want to yeah. expand on that at all? Yeah. No. Why? Why? Cares? Like yeah, you're nice. right. Pick on Reed, Leishman, whatever. Fine. Okay. Like and everything, everything you said was a way more in depth than why I picked it. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, so so I don't have so I have three other ones that. I'm looking at. Okay. You want you want me to go with my second one first, and then you you just rally your the rest of yours. Was that your second one? No, that, that was my first one. Oh, because it was my second one. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah. My, I'll just go with my second one. Then. Yep. So we just talk about Seamus Power. I kind of like him this week. I think he does a little better on some of these shorter golf courses. Uh, he's actually has a pretty good track record on bent grass too. So I like that. So. I'm going to take a minus 120 over Keith Mitchell. And I think Keith Mitchell's a pretty popular pick this week. He's been playing well. Uh, he's got a lot of good finishes. But a lot of those have come on overseeded golf courses. And a lot of those have come on uh, Bermuda golf courses. Historically, he hasn't really putted all that great on bent grass. His overall history on some of these shorter northern grass type golf courses hasn't been all that strong either. Didn't really play all that great in his lone appearance here, I think back in 2018 as well. Uh, not very accurate. Um, he's actually not hitting his irons all that great either. Uh, he's kind of actually trending down with his irons. He's trending down with his putter lately too. So I'm going to take Seamus Power, minus 120 over Keith Mitchell. Uh, I like it. I like it too. And it was funny is he's Mitchell's catching a lot of steam. He is. A lot of steam. Yeah, you, don't even I, see, you don't even see it. You don't even on Twitter. No, I mean, like, I, I see the ownership projection. I'm like, I don't really know if I dig that. Like, I know he's – like, on paper, he looks good. I think this is just another situation where I see good ball striking. I take good ball striking. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So, all right. It's fine. So, what's uh what's your third matchup, and then what else are you debating? All right. So, I haven't put money on any of these yet because I feel like this one's super trappy, too. Okay. Denny McCarthy over Ricky Fowler, minus 130. Oh, man. Right? But it's Fowler. But I don't. Fowler's I don't, been garbage. He's been garbage. But I'm not a McCarthy guy. And it's like he looks I mean, okay. McCarthy's lone appearance here did not go well. Now that was five it's years, five ago, years ago. ago. Right. Yeah. So I just feel like Ricky's so bad. Like, <laughs> like it's I don't a lot, know. It's a lot of juice to pay for McCarthy. I know. I know. That's why I didn't pull the trigger. I felt tra- trappy. And so the other, there's actually, I guess there's three other matchups I'm debating against. So I, I want to take Keegan over Answer at plus 110, but I'm getting more and more nervous that Answer might play well here. And I know John made a good, I, listen, Why? I know we all, fa- listen, we've been he, saying this for like months with him. Like this is an answer course. This is an answer course. Okay. You, okay. It's fine. That, uh, but so I don't know, like I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about it. That's all. Like he made the cut on the number. I know I made a case to fade him last night. And it's just it's just one of those cold feet type things. But I could get plus money with Keegan against answer at plus one fifteen. I think that's I think that's what you should be concerned with the fact that you're taking Chalk Keegan in a matchup. That's <laughs> what I'd be more I'm not more I'm not really concerned about answer. It's more that Keegan's just gonna fall flat flat on his face. Mm, I don't think he'll fall flat on his face though. I don't okay. know. I'm gonna buy right. that one. All right. So I mean let's let's go over quote unquote answer tracks. Like okay. they're like oh, Valspar yeah. cut. Yeah. Players Championship T thirty three. Um American Express T forty. Sony cut. Capalua T thirty five. Yeah, 
he's just been bad since the beginning of this year. He really has been. And if you yeah. look at Ke- and if you look at Keegan, I mean, he obviously graded at the players, eighth at Valero, eleventh at Arnold Palmer, whatever, forty eight at the Genesis, but twenty six at the Phoenix, twelve at the Sony. Yeah. yeah the I, only yeah. thing he answers done well is he finishes T five at match play, which I mean, look, like that can be misleading. You'd have to actually go back and look and say, okay, do you just play guys who sucked the whole time, <laughs> kind of luck box his way into it, or do you yeah. actually play well? Yeah. So all right, right. Fuck it. I'm going to take that. And okay. then do you want me to ask you about my other two? Yeah. That's, yeah. Why not? It'll help. The, All right. Help so I have two different things. options here and I want to take one of them. Okay. So I have, I have young versus web and I can get plus one ten. See that I feel is trappy. Think so. So it comes down to, I think if web is healthy, but even, I mean, this, this is, a so here's my, here's my, here's my, here's my other option. So, so okay. here's my other option. So my other option is who I don't mind the DFS because of his ownership. And he's, like I said last night, he's one of the best buckle players in the world. And even if you take the driver out of his hand, he's still good off the tee. And it's Sergio. And it's still plus 105. So I'm getting plus money, a young gun versus two proven veterans. I just don't know which one I want to pull the trigger on. And it might be my own personal bias on why I want to pull it on Webb versus Sergio because I kind of like Sergio this week. And I don't like yeah. Webb because we don't know if he's healthy. But if you go back and you take a look at what he's been doing, I mean, he got, what, an eighth at the RSM in November? And other than that, his highest finish was 35th at the Masters? Yeah, he's, he's, been, he's been bad. I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, you know although, I mean, if you look at Heritage. It was 59. Yeah. Yeah, it was, he couldn't putt that week. Yeah. He yeah. actually hit the ball relatively okay. He lost over a stroke putting. Dude, yeah, he lost, looks like four, over four. I, I'm talking about, like, per round. Oh, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, whenever I say the numbers, it's per round. It's per round. Gotcha. Okay. That's how I measure. Okay. But, I mean. I don't hate listen, it. I, listen, I get it. I think, can I say something about Cam Young? Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't listened a whole lot, but everything I have listened, you guys are all making the same argument about him. It's all that narrative about grew up in the Northeast. Should be it's not Northeast. just that, though. Like that, I mean, that I might mean, have every, the- Everyone has been saying that. That has been the closing argument of anyone who's been picking Cam Young this week. It's to a T. It's been that exact argument. And just sometimes, just I, I don't know. It just seems like there's some group thinking about him. Listen, I'm not, I think he's a, he's a great player. It just seems like whenever there's this group think about a narrative like that, but I don't, I don't it, it's I think you might be holding on to that for whatever reason, right? And I know I heard Andy uh, and his guy who was super sharp talk about it halfway through that pod um, today. But seriously, top three, obviously Heritage, right? It means he just missed the playoff, right? I mean, he was great on the fucking Florida swing, second at Genesis, competed at the Phoenix Open at, and the Farmers, like top 20. Like, dude, that's a long time. He missed the cut at the players, bad wave, and the Masters. Eh, whatever, dude. He's fucking. What, how old is this kid? Like fucking twenty three. He's twenty four. I know. I'll, listen, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying it's a bad play. I'm just. I'm worried about the fact that it seems like there's groupthink. What's crazy to me is like when the first. I remember the first time I actually paid attention to him, and I saw him. I was like, holy fuck! I can't believe that guy hits it that far. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I I like Cam Young this week, and you're right. I might be. A, it might be because of groupthink. It might be, but like okay. he. But Monday morning when I lay bets, there's no groupthink yet, and he was. One of the first four I laid down. Okay. All right. Listen, you can go with that then. Well, which one would you pick? Would you pick Weber Garcia? Over, you mean Young, young over Webb? Yeah, Young over Webb or Garcia? Probably over Webb. That's my man. Because right. I actually kind of I kind of like Sergio this week. So I kind of like Sergio this week too. So I'm going Young over Webb. That's gonna be okay. that's gonna be my. And I'm gonna stay away from McCarthy over Fowler, even though I feel like that's 
good too. Okay. All right. Why well, don't I go with my third matchup then? So I already talked a little bit about Doug Gim. I like Doug Gim a lot this week. Um, I got him a good outright price. We'll talk about him a little later on the show too about something else. Um, so Matthew Neesmith, everything on paper looks really good as far as mm-hmm. like what you're looking for. Acker hits his irons good. Problem with him is if you also kind of like with Keith Mitchell and kind of like another guy or, or Max, or kind of like another guy, which I think you have some money on. That I'm going to talk about later, too. Okay. Look at this bent grass history or just like on northern type grass golf courses. It's not very good either. So that makes me think maybe this is the type of guy who maybe does a little better on Bermuda or overseas surfaces or POA. Like and when he gets to kind of like this northeast type grass agronomy, it doesn't go all as great. Yeah. So I got Doug in minus 125 over Matthew Neesmith. I'm fine with that. I love Gim this week. Okay. All right. But there we go. Yeah. I love Gim this week. And that, that's one of the other guys that wouldn't, we, I think we, I don't know if it was at the end of the pod last night or after, like when I was like, man, I wish I could have got down on Gim. You got him at 80. I think I could get him at 60. And yeah. it's like, but I'm, I run out of room. And that's what kills me about betting on Mondays, too. It's like, man, I just fucking, I should pump the brakes. But because I'm in Florida and I'm seeing everybody bet fucking for four hours before I even get odds, like by the time they open, I want to fucking lay a bunch down. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there is, I mean, I know it, it, there's a trade-off on one hand. You got to make quick decisions and maybe you end up grinding where it's stuffed in the later week. On the other hand, as I'll talk about later, uh, you can catch a book napping with some really bad pricing. That's true. Uh, which I, you always will see. It's probably going to blow up my face, but uh, I'm still <laughs> going to put this on my refrigerator. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You talking about what you texted me earlier? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll wait that's, on that. So. That's why right, I said texting me uh, earlier. I know. Well, for the audience. So no spoilers yet. All right. Why don't we take another break and then we'll start getting the positionals. All right. Well, listen, man, you guys, once again, you guys know I'm a coffee guy. And listen, trade coffee is the spot to be. They send you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know it when you taste perfect coffee trades real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts so they know exactly what to recommend for you because the truth is what i like and what you like could be totally different listen my daughter like loves dark roast i'm not a dark roast guy man i like i like medium uh to even some uh some of the lighter stuff especially in the morning um listen uh, and uh all you gotta do is you can go take their their quiz and all you gotta do is answer a couple of questions and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like and there's no gimmicks Trade delivers a bag of freshly roasted coffee as whole beans or ground or however you brew it at home, and they guarantee you'll love your first order or they'll replace it for free. Trade has sold over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with over 750,000 positive reviews. So right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. I mean, that's what? If you go to Starbucks, what's that? That's 160 bucks right there. It's fucking beautiful. Um, so get started by taking the quiz today at the drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find the coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. And listen, it's Mother's Day, so don't forget about that. A trade subscription is the perfect gift for the coffee lovers in your life. Okay. Let's go to positionals. I don't have any top tens, and I know you do. So why don't you kick it off with the uh, the top tens, and then we'll go into some stuff I got. Okay. Yeah. So I got, I only, I only have two down right now and I'm considering a couple others. So I, I'm taking somebody who I lamented not taking outright uh, is Gary Wood. Okay. So I put it out in the article that I wrote earlier today. This is literally his worst putting performance it, since February of 2021. He lost so many strokes this weekend. And 
I know I kind of touched on it with John a little bit. Like, hey, did he pop off like when he clubbed down? And I don't know if the stats do it or not, but like the more and more I thought about it, like we do like Woodland on these shorter courses. Um, dude, his ball striking has just been so goddamn good. Like it's been so good. And he's been a monster from tee to green. I just I'm gonna take him top ten at three to one. Like there's no way he can putt that bad again. I mean that is that is a serious outlier based on over his last year. Like it's not even close. So I think he can putt. I'm gonna take that. And then uh, before I had the Keegan outright down, I already had a Keegan uh, top ten down. And same thing, three to one for Keegan. Uh, it was just all the reasons that we talked about already, right? Like great long iron player, great off the box, can't putt worth a shit, but. You know, uh, on a course like this, he gives himself a shot. And, uh, yeah, listen, he's coming in in decent form. And if I can get 3-1 to one on Keegan to hedge the the guaranteed heartbreak on Sunday when he does something stupid, uh, I'll take that. Okay. All right. So, like I referenced earlier, sometimes if you get in early, you catch a book napping. And uh, so I was able to secure um, some top 20s and top 30s on Roy McIlroy. <laughs> so stupid. And uh, when they first dropped, uh, it was top 20 for Roy McIlroy plus 130. And Roy McIlroy top 30 minus 125. So, listen, it's on my betting card. It's no longer available, but that's kind of you just have to be on the lookout for that sometimes. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. That's the only top 20 I had, though. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, what else are you going to do? Gonna, Why I'm not, not going to go over anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, any top 20s? Yeah, I actually got I got four. I'm probably going to okay. add. I'm going to probably add a little more. Um, the last two weeks I'm doing really well with positionals, which is funny to me because I always never wanted to do them and they've really been saving my ass lately. Yeah. Um, so it keeps, it keeps the lights on. <laughs> it does. Uh, so I went cooch, uh, two to one for all the reasons I talked about why I liked them. Um, any, did I talk about him? I didn't write about him. Did we talk about cooch? No, you say, I don't yeah. think we, no, we talked about him at, uh, one of your matchups. Yeah. Okay. So fine. So all the reasons yeah. I like him on that, like whatever, it's two to one. He's coming in in great form. This is a cooch course. It's two to one. I'm not going to sweat it too bad. Um, and then Brian Harmon, somebody who I wanted to get down on the outrights. Um, this is a great course for him. Super accurate off the box. Um, good around the green. Good putter. Um, this screams Harmon to me. Uh, somebody in DFS who's super chalky who I won't play uh, because he's super chalky is Ryan Armour. Um, listen, he fits all the models. He fits everything. I can get a four to one on him with a no dead heat for a top 20. Give That's me Ryan. Actually not great. Why value? It's Ryan. It's Ryan Armour, and but it, he fits this course, man. Like the, the books put it. The reason they put it is because they know he fits it. You know what I mean? I mean, he's missed the cut in three of his last five. I know. I okay. that that seems like you're paying a premium for Ryan Armour because of course history. I don't know. Uh, okay. I just feel I feel like it's a course fit, and I'm going to take it. And then uh, my boy Lahiri, I uh, wanted to bet him outright. Uh, I had a top twenty with him last week too. Um, I think he's just playing really fucking solid golf, man. Like he's playing super solid golf. And if I get my plus two fifty, which is a better number than I got him last week at a weaker field, yeah, give me that because I think I got about plus two twenty five last week. So I'll go back to the well with Lahari at uh, plus two fifty. Okay, all right. Um, I'll just rail up some top thirties real quick, and then we'll take a quick break because um, I, I got a bunch of top forties that I can expand upon. So um, I want to find a way to get Corey Connors on my betting card. Um, I think he's matched up against like Fitzpatrick and Rory this week. I didn't want to <laughs> so he could do it. <laughs> I can't, can't take him there. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, he's mush for the outrights. Can't take him there. But I figure, okay, I can basically create like a matchup type prop with him with a positional based mm-hmm. on you know, what the odds I can get. So listen, I feel confident he's going to make the cut at least. Yeah. 
And I was able to get a top 30 on Corey Connors at minus 130. So Ooh. basically paying a head-to-head price on him. Nice. And if he makes the cut, he basically has to finish in the top 40% of the field about. I think I can, that's pretty reasonable for him. So, yeah. And even if like, he disappoints a little bit, let's say he only finishes like T18. That's a cash prop for me. So Yeah, fuck yeah. I took, yep, so I took Corey Connors, top 30, minus 130. And I mentioned I like Sergio Garcia this week. Uh, I think he kind of you know, reverted back to his usual form where he just is a great ball striker and can't really putt. Now we're going to put him on another Bankrass golf course that kind of rewards really good, consistent ball striking. Uh, I got a top three on him at two to one at plus 200. So took that. Uh, yeah, that's my little top thirties and love it. Yeah. Kind of so, conservative, but so you know, jealous. listen, I, I, I feel pretty good about those. So, so jealous. All right. Why don't we take another break and then we'll uh, finish up with some other props. All right. Sounds good, man. Well, listen, uh, athletic greens, listen, we're, uh, you know, so what is this stuff? It's one scoop, uh, of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients support your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. Basically, all the things. So it costs you less than three bucks a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery of Athletic Greens, has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay. All right, why don't I continue and give your voice a little bit of a break? And, uh, Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you're <laughs> All right, so my top 40s. Um, I didn't like some of the pricing on them just because it, it is kind of a top-heavy field, not as great as what I wanted to be, but I felt pretty comfortable with four of these guys just based huh? on kind of simple formula of typically pretty good, some of these shorter tracks, been hitting the ball pretty good tee to green, maybe struggling a little bit with their putter, but typically kind of, Maybe putts well a little bit on bent grass. So some little combination of that. So hit off Aaron Rye, top 40, plus 130. I talked about him last night, and I talked about him at the beginning of the show here where he's just trending really well, tee to green. Kind of just a solid, steady golfer. Not all that flashy, but hits the ball pretty good. I think, you know, he's pretty accurate off the tee. I'm going to go with him this week at top 40, plus 130. I already mentioned Doug Game. I talked about him in the outrights and the matchups. We've got to go with top 40 to him, plus 130 as well. I've already said enough about him. We don't say that again. Yep. Uh, a guy I bet for top 20, and I wish I had access to a top 40 because that would have hit. Uh, CT Pan, I bet him last week, finished T26. He's just been playing good. And similar to some of these other guys, hitting the ball great, T to green, struggling with the putter i think he finished had like he finished like top 20 i think back in 2018 at this golf course top 40 plus 135 on him and then kevin streelman just he's been struggling a little bit lately he didn't play all that great in mexico but maybe that was a past pollen thing mm-hmm. you get him on a shorter golf course a positional golf course with more northern strains of grass top 40 on him plus 135 i like all those basically if i hit two of those i'll make a profit um yeah so those like All like right. It. What about you? Where are some of your other uh, props you got? All right. So I went top Austrian Straka over Schwab. Um, I put it in the best bets article. Uh, I just think it was basically a head to head and Straka. Like, what is this guy going to do? <laughs> Seriously? I know we talked about it with John too. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. It really is kind of silly. I mean, the guy won what five weeks ago. 
Yeah, he won the Honda. Won at the Honda and came in third at the Heritage. These top ten at the players, like yeah, fuck it, dude. And he's, he's actually really good with his uh, long irons from one seventy five to two hundred. He's top ten in this field for that. Like yeah, dude. I mean, fucking why not? Like, like we talked about him on the DFS show. And listen, I'm not gonna pretend to be an expert on uh, Schwab, but I look, he sucks on bent grass and. Uh, we had a couple of decent top tens, but it's all, another one of his top tens came at like Putacan or, or Puerto Rico, one or the other. Um, and listen, I just felt like I, it just stuck out to me, so I bet it. Give it to me. Okay. All right. This is the one I want to talk about with you. Yeah. Okay. So, like Cam Young, seems like a lot of group think around Sepp Straka this week. Yeah, because he's mispriced the DFS. Okay. Have you guys looked at his Bentgrass results in his career? Take a look. It's bad. And no, don't use fantasy. Don't use that website because I have the actual ones. Okay. I have it right here. He has 19 appearances on Bentgrass golf courses since he joined the PGA Tour. Two top 10s, zero top 20s, one top 30, one top 40. Seven times he finished outside the top 40. I'm sorry. That's Max Homa. Hold on. Let's go to the <laughs> <laughs> okay. Still 19, 19. Actually, this is actually worse. Okay. One top 10, a T10 at the Olympics, which is okay. a 60 man field. One top 20, three top 30s. Okay. Not bad. And uh, one, and, and, the, and one of the top 30s was hold two, on. No, at the Masters. Okay. Sure. At the Masters. Okay. Two times he finished outside the top 40 and 12 miscuts. Yep. Not great, Bob. No, it's not great, but. I also feel like he he's one of these guys who's like started to come into himself. I mean, if you look at the history of him, he has not been a good fucking golfer. That's why everybody's like, wait, fucking what? And maybe he's on a, he's in good form right now. Why not ride it? Over, okay, over, I'm, over I'm just swamp. throwing the yellow caution flag with him. That's why. Yeah, I'm not I'm not, it's, okay. I'm not going insane, right? I'm just treating this like a matchup, right? Okay. And so, and hey, he's not on my outright card. You he's also my, said it was free money in your column. That's also the kiss of death. Yeah, it's fair. Do you it's want fair. me That's to edit that out for you? Nah, I have that power. Keep it. Let's go. All right, let's go. Let's Put your go. money where your mouth is. That's right. Okay. That's right. Because I do like it. Like I mean, seriously. I mean, I mean, like you said, top thirty at the Masters, and I mean, he missed the cut at the API. And other than that, the last time he missed the cut was the RSM. Like I don't give a shit. He's been in good form since January, so I'll take it. Okay. All right. Now the one thing I will say, I will say that he did his lone Corn Ferry Tour win did come out of Bentgrass Green, but it was Zoysia Turf. And you also could have used that argument for Austin Smotherland last week, but his yeah. past problem history was also garbage too. <laughs> and you kind of got what you deserved if you went with Smotherland last week. So <laughs> let's see if that works out for Sepp Straka this week. Yeah. Relying on a lone core ferry win in the face of terrible bent grass PGA Tour form. Let's go. I think you're focusing okay. too, too much on the, on, on the putting. Because um, we don't think putting actually matters that much here. So I think it might be more of like just uh, you're hitting off of like a different type of like grass too. It's not yeah. just the potting sometimes. Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. Continue. Okay. Oh, uh, so I guess all of my other ones are just first round leaders. So I, I initially thought that the gusts were going to be up pretty high in the morning. Um, but if that's not the case, it doesn't matter. So I, I targeted just a mix really. Like I, I, I didn't want to go one lean too hard or two others, but I got them down. I got 10 down already. I'm just going to ship them. So I got Connors at 35 to one. I guess I can pull it up. So, all right. So the guy's coming off in the mo- in the afternoon on 10, because uh, you texted me earlier that uh, 10 was going to p- 
play a little easier to start. The back, the back nine plays easier. And usually you want to play guys who start on the easier nine. Yep. Get off to a good start. Get in the groove. Yeah, yeah exactly. Get, get in the groove. Um, okay. So I got Smalley at 66, Ramey at 100, Davis at 80, Neesmith at 66, Johnny Vegas at 50. Those are the guys going off in the afternoon uh, on 10. And then guys going off in the morning on 10, I, I took Keegan and Connors. And then two of my last guys out were Gim and Damon. Uh, okay. So, but the guys going off on one in the afternoon, I got Siwoo, Henley, and Young. So that's okay. that's that's who I got. But it was I was it was hard for me to leave off Gim and Damon. Yeah. Okay. Listen, a lot of lot a lot of loud tickets there. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. Fun Thursday sweat. Always. It's the best though. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to do one and done picks? Yes, we have to. You've been doing you. Yeah, I'm doing great. But then Tommy cool. just Tommy just pivots to and takes my picks so he can stay ahead of me. That's bullshit. I know. All he right. took Rob this week. We had dinner the night before, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Should I? I was like, I, if I was you, I'd play Rob. If I had Rob, forgetting who I was talking to. Yeah, uh, I think our SGPN pool is over. So now, he, I, what am I like a mill behind him? You are, you are. I, I mean, top two pays, and I think you two are clearly ahead. It so I be. need to start hitting some winners, and I'm only capable of getting second place guys. And I think I have four. I think I have four of them in my one and done. I think run fucking Cam Smith's tr- uh, fucking up on Sunday pushed me from like 52 in the Mayo down to like 102, which I'm not complaining, right? But like still, yeah, yeah exactly. So all right, so one and done. Why don't I go first? And as I mentioned, I'm gonna have a probably a top five finish. <laughs> And I had to use Matthew Fitzpatrick this week, and he's going to finish probably T4 and probably net like 350K. Respectable, but not getting it done. So I'm going to take Fitzpatrick when I want it done. All right, so I don't know who I'm going to use. Yeah, I, was, I thought about using Woodland, but I already used him. Um, so I'm debating between eating the chalk with Connors or going Siwoo. I might go okay. Siwoo. And then Keegan, too. There's really three, and it's tough for me. Like I might, I might have to change up what I play in each one. I think you should go Keegan. I almost went Keegan. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, have, do you ever go full Keegan? Never go never, full he Keegan. Never man. Full Keegan. Never go full Keegan, man. <laughs> Great reference. <laughs> I don't know. So I, the, those are those are the three. I don't know which one I'm gonna go to. It'll be one of those three. I might split it between the two. I don't know which one I'm gonna do yet. Okay. All right. Well, when you find out, the world will know. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, we take one more break and we'll end the show. No, it sounds good. Also, did you guys know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without the added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, Tommy, your ISP, and prying eyes. So that's why I use IPVanish. To VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Putin, even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without having to sacrifice speed. IPVanish 
is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners and with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do is hit one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything stream, search, and buy. Uh, take your privacy back with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotion code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right. I almost I almost made a I almost made a reference that probably would have made you fucking flip out. So I refrained. I would okay. tell you off air. Will, will we have to bleep something? No, I don't think so. Just it, you would have just had your one of your like. Oh, God damn. Well, what one of my nerd meltdowns? No, not a nerd meltdown, but a, oh god, his oh. mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. well, got anything else? No, man. I mean, I think I actually I'm, I feel pretty good about this card too. I feel like I'm still gonna throw one more outright in. Like, yeah, I, why not? I, I, here's the deal: there's three that I want to put on, so I'll pick the one that doesn't fucking cash. Unless I already have the winner. I don't know. We'll see. I I do feel good about this card. Typically, I wish you had I've, more time. I wish you had more time. Typically, I found winners. out the more I add late, it's just throwing away money. Throwing away money. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I wish you had more top twenties to give because I was hoping to add a little more of this. So I'm gonna have to dig in a little more of that. I'll have my full card out tomorrow, man. I'll put it on Twitter. Okay. All right. Well, I got nothing else. Good to be back on a regular schedule programming. We got a lot of busy uh, next couple weeks. Yep. Looking forward PGA to it. PGA coming up, baby. Yep, definitely. PGA coming up. Southern God. Hills. I know. We're like, I mean, the Tour Championship is going to be here soon. Oh, like, you stop it. I don't want to think about that. Then we get into the summer swing. Like, like three and a half months away. Yeah. The the, the period between <laughs> the period between like the PGA and the Open. Like, I mean, you got the Memorial. Yeah. Actually, no, no. The period between the U.S. Open and the Open is off yeah, yeah. june because then, then it goes dog days of summer yep we had the scotch open though oh we had the president's cup this year though was that <laughs> whatever dude i love uh, how, how are we gonna handicap that one all right we're gonna play the u.s minus 330 fuck yes yes that's exactly what we will do and match am, am i gonna have to defend the internationals this year it's actually the, the, their squad's you, actually not terrible okay do you want to do you want to do you want to do what we criticize no i'm not for? i mean okay. listen the u.s they're playing a fucking quail howl the u.s is going to clean up with them but i'm just saying like i actually think that the, the international squad they're going to throw at the u.s is actually better than the europeans oh i think so too i think we've already yeah. talked about that i think there's going to be spots you can pick in matchups no question yeah. right but there's no way i'm not laying the fucking i don't give a shit they can make it minus 500 what the fuck else am i doing I get it. No, and the U.S. is an embarrassment of riches, and put the internationals on Royal Melbourne in two years, and that that might be interesting again. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, and, and, and and listen, you got a bunch of good up and coming players that are outside of Euro too, like a ton. Like so, it's uh, it'll be interesting right. in two years, I guess. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. All, All right. right. Well, that's it. Yep, All right, well, listen, you guys, you guys uh, go uh, if you if you haven't listened uh, to the to the course preview or any of the other podcasts. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Uh, go listen to those and go read it. Uh, other than that, I put out my best bets today. Uh, you guys know where to find Steve. Come to the Slack channel. Uh, that's where we're kicking around different bets and going over stuff in round. Uh, you find find me Boston underscore Capper on Twitter. And uh, let's have another fucking good week, boys. Let's break them fucking books. Yeah.